0: Hey! All right, we're live Got a guy I've been trying to have on the show for a long, long time Uh, Andrew Douglas on the show Andrew, how's it going, buddy? Going pretty well, man Uh, Enjoying life here in Winston-Salem How about you? I'm doing well, man I've been uh, excited to have you on the show for a little bit If you don't mind, uh, give everybody kind of who you are, your age And kind of like what your background is, what you do for a living
1: Gotcha. Um, Well, my name is Andrew Douglas. I'm 26. I am the head trainer at a uh, burn boot camp location here in Winston-Salem. I went to school for uh, health fitness and actually have worked as a strength and conditioning coach and a certified strength and conditioning coach at the uh, collegiate division, division two level, as well as in a, a private practice as a sports performance coach. Um, so worked with a, a ton of athletes, um, I played baseball for a year at UNCW, grew up playing every sport imaginable and, uh, really just fell in love with strength conditioning and that, that's always really been my true passion. So really, uh, it was a given that I love sports as well. You got to know what you're playing to know how to train it, right? So, um... Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Sure, yeah. Um, So uh, just to give everybody a heads up,
0: uh, where did you play high school sports and and where are you kind of from?
1: Oh, gotcha. I'm from Greenville, North Carolina. I played uh, ball at J.H. Rose. I played basketball and baseball there. Um, Graduated in 2010. Um, Played with a few guys uh, that I think a a few people may know. I played with – chase mcdonald uh who went on to play at east carolina and this is baseball went on to play baseball at ecu as well as uh warren harvey ended up kicking for east carolina um just a few guys that a few name drops your people might know
0: that's cool man um t- talk to me a little bit about your job and, and if you don't mind drop the the name of the location where you work again for everybody
1: Absolutely. Um, it's burn bootcamp, Winston Salem. It's a uh, bootcamp style, uh, company. We do, we run camps or workouts, 45 minute camps. It's for women primarily. We do have co-ed camps, um, all encompassing fitness. We, uh, provide free focus meetings, which is nutrition counseling, one-on-one goal setting, body diagnostics, um, as well as a unique floating floor, which is a padded kind of floor for uh, lifting uh, weights. We basically do have all kind of free weights and stuff, kettlebells, dumbbells, pull-up bars, med balls, everything but a barbell um, that you would basically see in kind of a CrossFit kind of gym. Um, We run camps six days a week uh, all throughout the day. And I'll tell you, it's not a – it's not an old old person's why kind of workout. These women are incredible. It's a great community to work with. It's a very welcoming, different kind of atmosphere than I've ever been a part of at a gym and I absolutely love the company burn um and it's been a joy to work with such so incredible and crazy fit women. They challenge me on a daily basis, and I uh, absolutely love it.
0: Well, I, I know what kind of shape you're in, so to say that they're pushing you, you, you really must have some athletes on your hand. I'm curious, is, is Burn something that started out of Winston-Salem, or is it franchised somewhere else? Um, tell me
1: a little bit about Burn from what, from what you know. So Burn is only about five and a half years old. It's actually started out of Huntersville, North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. Um, our CEO, Devin Klein, started the company in a parking lot in his, uh, out of the back of his car really. And it's been the fastest growing gym. We're a boutique style gym technically, but has been the fastest growing, uh, basically fitness trend in America. We're going to have 150 locations nationwide, uh, right about the end of the month, I think at least 150. And I mean, they're going up like crazy. People are falling in love with burn. If you haven't tried it, uh, there's one, in the Pitt County area in Greenville, North Carolina. Amazing trainer, Eric, uh, who I actually went to school with at East Carolina. Uh, I encourage anybody listening to give it a try, men and women alike. Uh, women typically will bring their husbands in for the co-ed camps. And uh, once they realize it's not just a ladies' gym, there's some there's some fit, fit women and crazy supportive community. It's actually um we just expanded all the way out to california this past summer i believe so it's a it's a really unique company and growing like crazy andrew andrew
0: let me ask you what what do you what do you attribute as the primary reason that you've had such success in the growth in five and a half years, because that's tremendous growth, 150 locations in just under six years. Uh, that, that's tremendous. What do you attribute? Is it the results people are seeing? Is it something about the system that attracts people? What is it that you primarily, you know, kind of gift to the fact that
1: you've had such success? So it's, it's kind of all of that. Our CEO, Devin Klein, is one of the hardest working guys that I've ever met personally. He's an amazing guy, personal guy. And he puts that kind of feel and that touch into every location. It's a community. Number one, when you walk in, you're not just somebody that stands at the back of a class and nobody talks to and you walk in, walk out. Everybody's greeting you, uh, making sure they know your name, welcoming. It's a welcoming environment. But then the challenging aspect of it, really pushing – people outside of what they thought they could do because of the support and encouragement of the community, I mean, then you see the results. The results we do, it's, it's not the same. It's never the same workout twice is what we pride ourselves on in um, different formats every week, but every week encompassing all aspects of fitness as well as the missed part at a lot of gyms is the nutritional aspect. Nutrition, when it comes to results, is 80% of those results people want to see. You can't out-train a bad diet. And we offer one-on-one help with that for free. No one else in the country offers that for free as a part of a membership. And uh, it's unbelievable. We also offer free child care at all camps and a nationwide membership to any burn location you don't have to pay a guest fee nothing like that it's really a nationwide community and it's it's unbelievable to watch it grow because anywhere you go if you go we have people come from all over to our burn welcome them in like family they treat us like family it's unbelievable the way it translates from state to state all the way across the country so the welcoming and encouraging environment along with the intense challenges that push people outside their comfort zone. I mean, the results speak for themselves. We've got crazy transformations, uh, up on the wall, hundreds of them of women across the country that have just changed their lives. Wow. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. i never really, and I'll admit it. I'm a, like I said, I'm a strength conditioning coach by, uh, really passion that's always been my passion i never wanted to work in the fitness industry but i went into one burn location uh just kind of on a
0: instantly kind of fell in love huh
1: yeah it was a it was an interview kind of thing i wasn't really i I wasn't thinking i was even halfway interested in the job um and went in actually in a location in charlotte and elizabeth that has two unbelievable owners Lindsay and Kyle and I mean I fell in love with it. They were going hard, which is always been the way I've run my training and conditioning, but also caring for the people you work with genuinely and not just seeing individuals that walk in the door as dollar signs, but really yeah, actual right. lives. That's I mean that's that's what training and conditioning really is all about and I love that. It wasn't about how much money can we make from these people which i saw in every other gym i've ever been into just like uh i, I don't want to name dropper but uh yeah really, don't do that yeah <laughs> any big, big gyms that try to suck you in and once you're in and paying they don't really want to pay any mind. uh I tell,
0: you, I tell you man it sounds like you got um, a real value opportunity at the place for your clients and uh sounds like y'all aren't just promoting certain aspects of fitness but really creating a, a health kind of lifestyle which i know you're so knowledgeable about which is you know a couple of things i really want to get into uh get in with you uh today um which is you know obviously i'm, I'm working with the high school at camden and um i, I want to address the topic of um, high school sports and touch on a, a few things there uh, for the next couple of minutes if you may. I know you're on a tight schedule and we'll get oh, you yeah. out of here um, pretty early, um, but um, my, my first thing I wanted to talk about was um, from your background, what would be your suggested dieting tips for a high school athletes, whether it be um, all encompassing or if it was something specific like football or basketball, volleyball baseball, the sports that are pretty prevalent in camden what what would be some dieting uh tips you would suggest for high school athletes
1: so when it comes to dieting and instead of like a cookie cutter kind of thing, it really is individual and it also pertains to sport uh and what kind of activity level you 're practicing at training at, working at, and what volume where I know football practices, especially because they're working out in the summer, they're going long hours and they're lifting. um, Is going to be a little bit higher carb, higher fat diet. And when I say higher fat, I do mean healthy fats, fats found in uh, like vegetables and things like that. Um, But to maintain that energy level for a prolonged period of time without – kind of breaking down um and that kind of uh I'll, I'll say i'll talk about football first um no that's fine that's what season room why
0: don't we just talk about football that's fine I, i'd love to get you back on when we move on to the next uh sports seasons but just to be able to move on with the
1: topics let's just address football specifically gotcha yeah you know i can talk basketball for
0: <laughs> yeah i know
1: i um <laughs> but football really depending on what uh athlete you're looking at because we do have in high school a, a interesting dynamic you have kids who have developed early and who are who are looking like men basically uh by the time they're some sophomores and then juniors seniors guys that are real developed that really should be uh going ahead in the weight room uh a little bit harder than others because their bodies can handle it and their uh testosterone levels are at a point where they can properly build mass um everybody hears the word protein and thinks protein equals good all the time um uh, if we overdo it on our protein especially shakes and this uh synthesized like manufactured kind of protein um that may not be natural um a lot of times that stuff can get stored as fat and it slow us down a lot is is there a
0: way is there a way some of the kids that might be overdoing it with the protein shakes or trying to gain the weight can counterbalance that is there something they can do to uh i guess
1: access that protein a little better with their diet absolutely the number one thing i i will always uh suggest with athletes is eat real food uh real food meaning don't just down three shakes a day that You look on the label, and it has all these high calorie numbers and whatnot. They're not regulated by the uh, FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. Um, So they're not necessarily 100% true. They don't have to be true. They recall a lot of that stuff, Uh, I mean, tons and tons of times during the year. But real food, organic food, and, I mean, high school kids with the metabolism level, they're running at and the activity level they're running at yeah real food and i'm not talking about fast food mcdonald's chicken nuggets no yeah well,
0: you mean you mean not to interrupt i'm sorry but you mean yep. not uh not so much the processed food but sticking to the to two or three meals a day and then
1: supplementing with the shakes is that what you're Absolutely. saying something like after a workout that quick uh that quick absorbing protein you do have a after like those tough Workouts, and I'm not meaning practices, but workouts. You do have a slight anabolic window. Um, you want to replace those glucose, uh, glucoseamine, glucose levels with glucosamine, something that's uh, gonna replace those sugar levels that were depleted during your workout, as well as uh, about a lot of times these kids are are drinking these things that have 50 grams of protein in it, where your body can't absorb that. Uh, in the proper amount of time. So it's going to store it something around that 30 uh, grams of protein at the most, not a crazy amount of calories and then go eat some real food at right after it. People, these kids will drink these shakes and then they're good for four or five hours. They don't eat again, but that 30 to 45 minute window after a workout, get your shake in and then 15, 20 minutes later, get you something to eat, get some uh, chicken in you, get some vegetables, get those greens in, which is the number one thing kids uh, in high school, I believe, really miss is those vegetables. I know they don't taste. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Somebody can figure out. I know somebody that can cook them up well. But (laughs) uh, getting those colors on their plate, that's going to give you your vitamins and minerals that are really going to help repair the body keep you at a high energy level but uh with the three meals a day I know uh myself in high school I struggled with gaining weight um I my metabolism was just running at a crazy level I was working out constantly and I did drink these bigger shakes and it never really made a difference for me it, it didn't It it never changed me in the way that
0: I hoped they would Now, at that time, were you following kind of the recipe you're
1: giving now, or did you do it
0: kind of typical to what you think most kids are doing now?
1: Absolutely. Typical to what most kids are doing now. I read some nonsense on bodybuilding.com or something like that and tried to follow it. Um, But when I started just eating and eating and eating a lot, and this is for kids trying to gain weight, just eating real food and eating a ton of it. I mean – increasing the m- amount you're eating per day make sure you eat br- a, a big breakfast not cereal something like that and just eating real food then my body started to respond I started to gain weight and actually my senior year gained uh, 10 pounds of good solid weight uh, and it made the difference in my baseball season, and it'll make it I mean which would make a difference in a football season whatever season if you're trying Put on lean mass. You don't want to just put on right because uh, you're still an athlete. I mean, hey, let,
0: let I mean, me let me follow up on that real quick before we go on. Um, now, when, when you're saying uh, they need to eat more, do you mean like larger portions for the three meals, or do you think like pushing it to four meals a day and trying to eat a little bit less each meal, which is more important in terms of how many servings a day or how many meals somebody should sit down for at the high school level?
1: So, and without going into like counting macros and things like that, because let's be honest, the kids are not going to do that. Yeah. A lot of times, I was eating four four a day. Um, I just kind of added an extra meal that was the same size, so I kept my portion sizes. Uh, I had to start like an actual breakfast that had, uh, had some proteins, healthy fats, which are in eggs, some carbohydrates uh things like that, uh, for breakfast, a little bit of I i put cheese on a bunch of stuff because it had that dairy uh helped pack on a little bit of healthy weight. Um but four meals a day I think for kids that are at this crazy activity level, they can handle it. But a lot of them just don't like to eat or don't have the time. Um i tell you, Sam's will sell these big old things of chicken breast for $5. You can eat it for two weeks. Uh, I mean, there's places you can find this kind shout, of... Shout
0: out to Sam's Club. Little plug there.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that place that place has helped me on my journey, I'll tell you what. but uh, places like that, that you can find these, I mean, just chicken breast, cook them how you like it, but I'd say four meals a day. Um, if you can't get the four, cause I know a lot of kids, once they go back to school, struggle with that time wise, there's a lot of time between breakfast and lunchtime, just up in the meal sizes at that point in time. And then make sure you're eating, uh, probably a medium sized meal, 30 to 45 minutes before you're going to go into a practice. Uh, or the weight room because a lot of kids are eating at noon and then they go practice at 4:35. That's a long time for your body not to have anything other than some cookies from the lunchroom or something like that. Which yeah
0: yeah I I want to I want to interject there for a second because let's talk about their schedule a little bit. I mean most kids need to they're on their way to school sometime around early seven you know mid seven heading towards eight eight a.m. <laughs> Um, So you say, you know, eat a substantial breakfast to the athlete that's looking to gain a little bit of weight. They're going to have a lunch and probably a snack time in between that at school, which is fine. But you're saying you really need to hit that as soon as school ends, 30 to 45 minutes before practice with something substantial. And then when they're getting home sometime, you know, that most kids eat probably seven, something like that, because most kids that are trying to do this have practice. Right, those couple hours after school. Would that be enough for a kid that was looking to put on some weight um, to do the job? And and if so, that, that would suffice. When do you take that
1: protein shake? After practice? Um, Right. Most of the time, uh, and some of these kids have workouts that are kind of worked into their school schedule. Um, preferably if you're going to lift or something like that uh, after that workout. But that's a great point after a practice when you've been working muscles through drills, whether it be running. I mean, you're going to run a ton. You're working out. You're, you're getting a workout in. That's a great time to get you a protein shake in something that's not crazy heavy, but is going to help build those muscles and repair those muscles quick. And they'll be hungry 30 to 45 minutes later and then eating that good dinner before they go to bed, Uh, that's a really, really good uh, uh, point that you're making right there with that meal right after school. Make sure you're making the through (laughs) practice at a high level, and then a little shake after practice is perfect. At the collegiate level, uh, especially football players, um, I mean, they're all going to grab a shake right after practice. Then they go to – maybe the cafeteria or wherever they're going to go eat they the coaches will make them eat that that quickly after practice to get the chance to the muscles that just worked so hard during practice cuz what you see in high school kids is about halfway to 3 quarters of the way through the season is their body breaking down a little bit and they typically are slowing down a little bit. Injuries become a little more prevalent. Um, And this is because their body's just not getting enough in. And with with the amount it's putting out on a daily basis, you just finally reach that deficit. And that's why we have that drop-off at the end. The diet is the key to that diet. And the one that no kids really like. But diet is a huge part in that make sure you're getting enough for all that work you want to get out of it. You can't, can't drive a car unless you put gas in it. Right. <laughs> right. You gotta, you gotta fuel your body for that high level performance.
0: Yeah. I, I, uh, I still want to get to the fun segment. I like to end most of my things with, which is rapid fire, but uh, in a very short amount of time, and I know we're limited today and you got to go here in a few minutes. Yeah, I guess, um, and, in, uh, and in just like a minute or two, could you also maybe touch on what's a common exercise mistake that high school athletes are making potentially maybe involving stretching or
1: lifts that you don't really approve or something like that? Absolutely. Um, When it comes to – and that's a – it's a touchy subject with a lot of – and I don't want to step on any kind of uh, high school strength and conditioning coaches toes or anything like that because I know those guys uh, a lot of times are – overworked underappreciated so shout out to any high school strength and conditioning coaches you guys are hard workers love i mean absolutely there for the kids and those kids are real lucky to have you um the not that i disapprove of any lifts i believe any lift done properly is good for the body um but you mentioned something in there that is is a key and it's that stretching uh A lot of kids are losing mobility that uh, they need for these lifts to be done properly because they're not spending that 15 minutes after their workouts or practices stretching. They're just kind of rolling out um, and not losing importance. They want to still feel that pump. They don't want to stretch.
0: Do you feel like post-stretching
1: is more important than (laughs) pre-workout stretching, or is it equally important? Um, a dynamic kind of warm up to really get the body prepared for a workout is pretty key. I not really static stretching at all beforehand. Um, too much, but just uh, movement that's going to move your body in full range of motion. But post stretching is maybe the most important thing for a high school athlete because their body's still growing and uh developing, and as these uh muscles grow and including height, so you're, you're increasing the length, let's say, of the arms in a bench press. You're increasing how far you've got to push that up. You don't want to develop those muscles in a way that they're rigid or hard. You want an athlete to be able to move freely no matter what they do. Um, so post-stretching, I definitely put a big, big, big emphasis on and I I did with my athletes at Barton, um, and it completely changed their recovery time, injury prevalence. Um, It it, it makes an impact in the long run so much, and it actually helps with muscle development. Is What people don't see a lot is it helps with muscle development, stretch those muscles out and relax them a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's great, man. So you're you're really like plugging the movement before stretching uh, for the pre-workout and then really the utilization of of stretching after the workout, which is probably something that's getting overlooked a
1: little bit on the regular at the high school level. Is that correct? Absolutely. And the so you mentioned kind of lifts that I would disapprove of. This isn't one that I disapprove of, but the one that I see done incorrectly the most that I, I think leads to a lot of back injuries which you can't move your back certain especially in high school athletes is the deadlift um it's a high quality lift I love the deadlift I love the deadlift done correctly um but I see that one done improperly the most with a rounded back um so for anybody I know it's so tough on high school and conditioning coaches because you got a lot of high school kids running around in the gym basically and you can't be on top of everybody um but that's a fundamental lift for everything else if a kid can deadlift properly they're they're gonna be for success when it comes to olympic lifting um and it's not one to stay away from though if you're a parent or a coach who's kind of I don't want my kid to deadlift. I don't want him I would absolutely say that's misguided because you should want your want your athlete to deadlift but want them to do it properly.
0: Right, the technique's got to be there. Cool man. Absolutely. Hey um I uh, I've got well, I'll go into r- rapid fire because uh like I said I, I know you're on a deadline got to get to work here in a little bit and earn your money. Um um I want to come back to uh talking about your gym and kind of plugging that and maybe any videos or tips you'll give but I want to I want to jump to uh our rapid fire game and this is going to be oh. 15 questions that we're going to try and get through in 3 minutes so try and fire your answers out as fast as you can are you ready Absolutely Okay all right
1: what's your favorite movie Remember the Titans
0: Bench press or squats
1: Squats every day
0: What's your favorite sports team in all of sports?
1: Tar Heels, man. Go Heels. And you're talking about basketball?
0: Every sport. Okay. Well, pick one of the Tar Heels sports. Basketball. What Marvel Avenger would you like to add to that team?
1: Oh, wow. Captain America.
0: I think that's a good pick because Hulk would destroy your gym. Um, and Iron Man would probably get called for traveling. Uh, the most you've ever bench pressed. 265
1: the best non weights included workout non weights included workout ply metrics using a box box jumps are my favorite
0: coach hartley's gonna love that that's our strength and conditioning coach who's also our athletic director our basketball coach our everything he's uh he's kind of our go-to guru at, at the high school he'll love that um uh, the last words you want to hear out of an athlete that you're training's mouth. Thank you. The last – no, I'm, oh, okay, that makes sense. I was thinking more like the oh, things I, you don't want to hear I, the most. I can't. Okay, I like that too. Those are both good answers. Um, have you made someone cry in a workout before? A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a nickname that you have other than Coach? Um, Cookie. Okay, I'm I'm Yeah, suck. I got
1: I got to follow up with that. Cookie, what's that? Lunch table 7th grade. It's stuck like nothing else. It makes no sense. Okay, did you eat cookies a lot? I had them that day.
0: Okay, so one day and you got labeled. Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
1: Um, what's the best Rocky movie? 4. Why? The Russian man. He had to go down.
0: <laughs> Who's the best football player in the NFL right now?
1: Oh holy cow oh my gracious um let's see
0: luke Keekley. i I like that Uh, a celebrity you would most like to physically train
1: the rock i've worked out beside him before oh wow i bet he was uh, putting up i bet he was putting up a few weights yep we we moved away quick
0: (laughs) what's an unhealthy food that doesn't do anything good for your body that if you could snap your fingers would instantly be healthy and be perfect for your body that you like to eat. Cinnamon buns. <laughs> uh my favorite. Once um little- Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Mike. Favorite music to listen to while lifting? Oh. I listen to hard rock. Okay. I think that was under three minutes, man. That was 15 questions you really fired through. I think you were the fastest answer of everybody we've had. Almost got you with the best player in the NFL, though. Stunk I knew you. that was hey, a good one. Hey, <laughs> so um, before I let you go, man, again, if you don't mind, um, uh, plug your gym. And uh, if you'd let us know where people can find you on social media. And um, also, I know this is three questions. Do, do you post workout videos or tips at all
1: that people could look up and see? Absolutely. Um, On Facebook, we do a ton of posting. uh, Search Burn Boot Camp, Winston-Salem. If you search Burn Boot Camp, there's going to be a ton of locations. Um, Burn Boot Camp, Winston-Salem. You'll see uh, my name up there, Andrew Douglas. As uh, the head trainer, I do a bunch of the videos, um, a a few movement videos I've done recently. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram same thing searching burn boot camp winston salem um and burn boot camp in general has a lot of good posts um but would love for if you get a chance search us on Facebook let me know you're listening today uh, we do a ton of social media stuff have a really great social media team um what was the other one
0: um just a. Uh
1: if people can find you specifically on social media? Gotcha. Yes. Um, on Instagram, uh, my Instagram name is Andrew Douglas underscore C S C S. Uh, and that, if you just searched my, my name, Andrew Douglas, um, that's what you would see up there. I do a, uh, good amount of, uh, cha- uh, highlighting clients, um, and really, trying to do more movement-based stuff uh, and uh, exercise-related videos or posts. Um, you'll see my dog up there a bunch. She's kind of my workout partner. Uh, <laughs> but uh, also, I'm on Facebook as well, Andrew Douglas. And you'll see uh, under my bio, I've got head trainer firm Boot Camp Winston-Salem. I uh, would love for you guys to give us a follow. There's a lot of great material up there, and hopefully it's helpful. And also, if you've got any uh, inquiries, any questions specifically, uh, especially when it pertains to straining condition, I'd love to chat anytime. I respond to messages, um, phone calls, anything like that. I'm 100% open to helping and sharing the bit that i know i know i don't know everything but uh if there's any way i can help i'd love to especially uh athletes or coaches or anything i love being involved in athletics
0: hey thank you so much man that's that's great info from from a a great guy um good luck to your tar heels this year by the way even though i'm a duke fan i appreciate the tar (laughs) heels and um, thank you so much for coming on today, man. Just hang on the line for me for about another 30 seconds, if you don't mind. But uh, thank you so much for coming on.
1: I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. I love uh, I love the show. Love listening to these. So keep up the good work. Thanks so much.
0: Again, that's, uh, that's Andrew Douglas
1: uh, talking
0: physical fitness and training for the high school athlete. Great to have him on. Hopefully next time we get him on, we can talk a little – UFC and Conor McGregor, which he's a huge fan uh, of as much as me as well. Maybe we can talk about that UFC-ESPN merger. But, again, that's Andrew Douglas, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Everybody have a good day.